Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it 888 Money Pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Don't look now, but your home improvement projects just got a little bit easier because we're here to help. Now, we're not going to come to your house and pick up the tools and do the job with you, but <laughs> the next best thing, we're going to talk you through that project. If you pick up the phone right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Think of us as your home improvement coaches, your guides for your home improvement adventure. You know, adventures are fun. They're exhilarating, they're exciting, and they sometimes have an unexpected result, much like home improvement projects that you tackle yourself. But we can help eliminate all of those risks if you call us first at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Speaking of risks, coming up this hour, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about automatic garage door openers because they can be quite dangerous if they're not properly adjusted. We're going to tell you what to do to make sure yours doesn't cause a problem around your house. Plus, while you're out there tackling all of your home improvement projects, you might want to take a look at your home's siding. You know, a little TLC is going to keep your siding in great shape and help you avoid a costly repair. We're going to tell you what you need to know in just a bit. And finally, you know, the most important part of your home's curb appeal is probably the front door, the front entryway. Having a good look in front entry can increase your home's value. We're going to tell you a great way that you can figure out which door is right for you. Or if your front, back, or even your patio door is beyond help, we've got a great contest for you. We want you to enter Thermatrue's Ugliest Door in America contest at MyUglyDoor.com. We're going to have all the details coming up. So give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We're going to be giving away to one caller today the Sinkit Outdoor Water Station from Ames True Tepper. It's worth 50 bucks. So, Leslie, who's first? Heading out to Tennessee to talk with Steve about a lush green lawn. How can we help? Hi. Um, I just recently moved into a house that was built probably about three months ago. Um, the yard, it was I guess it was planted because there's a lot of hay on top where the, the grass is now finally starting to grow through. Right. But it's, uh, it's not a nice dark green. It's not very thick at all. While my neighbors are across the street, it was built around the same time, and they've got a beautiful yard, and I want there. So I'm like, get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have, uh, you know, sort of a different sun exposure on your yard? No, no. They may have a little bit more shade, mm-hmm. but really not much. It's a, it's a, across the board, front and back. Their yard is a nice color, and some of it's exposed completely, which is most of my front yard is exposed completely to right. the sun. Well, um, and this is a brand new house? Yes. First lawn ever? Yes. Yeah. Well, you probably need to fertilize it 
And um, considering that it's a brand new law and it's never been done before, you probably, in this case, is going to are going to want to use an extended feed fertilizer that has a phosphorus in it. If your lawn was established, we tell you to use a phosphorus-free product because the roots would already sort of dig down deep in the soil and grab some phosphorus out of that. I would head over to Lowe's and look at the Stay Green line. It's made by uh, the Spectrum people, and it's good stuff. And uh, I think it's probably what you're going to need to get this thing going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you would you recommend any more seeding or, or just putting the fertilizer? Well, they probably have it seeded enough, but it would not hurt to seed it again. But follow the instructions for seeding on the fertilizer package because you've got to get the order of events correct. And I have to tell you, my neighbor did the craziest thing that I, I swear did not think was going to work because it looked like such a disaster for weeks and weeks. But he seeded and then put... The largest amount of peat moss I've ever seen across the entire front lawn and then like police barricades so that the kids, neighbors, dogs, <laughs> no one would go near it. And he watered like crazy those yeah. first couple of days. And now, say, fast forward two weeks, that lawn is the most beautiful green lawn I have ever seen. And every time I walk by there, I'm like, man, Kevin, I thought you were nutty. But it worked fantastically. So sometimes it takes a little bit of figuring out what the soil composition is. Like Tom said, because it's a new lawn, you definitely want to add some phosphorus. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Steve. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Pick up the phone and give us a call with your home repair or your home improvement question. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We won't judge at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We're here to help, folks. 888-666-3974. Well, according to the folks at Consumer Reports, garage doors, the automatic kind, can be pretty darn dangerous. And if you want to make sure that yours is safe, you've got to follow some simple maintenance steps. We'll tell you what they are after this. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT because one caller we talked to this hour is going to win the Sinkit Outdoor Water Station plus a coil of hose to go with it from the folks at Ames True Temper. It's a package worth 50 bucks. Going to go to one caller to 1-888-MONEYPIT that we pick at random. It could be you. So pick up the phone and call us with your home improvement question right now. All right. Well, what are you working on? Or maybe you're picking up the phone to give us a call to get some ideas to figure out what you should be working on this time of year. Well, here's something that you might want to add to your spring maintenance checklist. You want to make sure that your garage door is safe and operating safely. It's really super important to keep your door tracks lubricated and those springs properly adjusted. Next, you want to make sure to test the door's safety reverse mechanism as specified by your garage door's manufacturer. Doors that that don't reverse when obstructed are a real danger to pets, children, belongings, anything that's going to get underneath there, and they should be immediately replaced. Great advice. 888-666-3974. Call us right now. If you've got a home improvement question that we can help with, Leslie, who's next? Mark in Indiana is dealing with the siding issue. What's going on? I have cedar siding on the north side of our old farmhouse. It was stained colonial uh, blue, and it's 
growing like a moss. A gr- it almost looks like green paint. And now it looks like colonial green. <laughs> well, in parts of it, it does. And okay. it's, it's not attractive. Okay. And before I screwed it up or ruined it, I was curious <laughs> what I would like to do to it. Well, you're going to need to wash it down, and you're going to need to use a mildicide to do that. And one good siding wash product that I like is called Jomax, J-O-M-A-X, available at home centers and hardware stores and so on. You mix it up, you spray it on the, on the, the moss and let it sit for a little bit, and then you can sort of scrub it off. I will warn you, warn you, though, that when you do scrub it off, you may find that you're wearing away the stained finish of the siding. So you may, uh, one problem may lead to another. When you clean that moss off, you may have to do some new staining on that side of the house. You've been very helpful. I thank you very much. We just love your program. Well, you're very welcome, Mark. Thank you, Thanks Mark. so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Roberta in Minnesota, welcome to the Money Pit. What's going on at your house? Well, I have a sanitary sewer, and I was just wondering, instead of using harsh chemicals to clean it out, like with the tree roots and stuff, what could I use? Do you know, Roberta, that you do have tree roots in those pipes? Years ago there was. I got a maple tree out in the front yard. So do you suspect that there still is, or you just want to do something preventatively? To preventively. Well, you don't want to use chemicals for that either. What you would want to do is snake it out. That's something that a professional uh, could do for you, like a, a you know rotor rooter or something of that nature, um, because you can't put enough chemicals in that pipe to kill those roots. Believe me, it, it's a mechanical repair. You have to run a snake down there, and it grabs the roots and it pulls it out. Now, if you're just concerned about whether the pipe is in good shape or not. Another thing that could be done is a camera inspection. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these plumbers are fully equipped today to run camera lines down those pipes and they can actually see the inside of it. And if it turns out that you need any kind of a repair, there's also a way to kind of repair it from the inside out without even digging it up. So the technology has gotten a lot smarter uh, for examining, maintaining, and repairing uh, those sewer lines as they go from the house to the street. So there's nothing put in there to get rid of like the toilet paper and stuff that's in there. No, no, that would not be something I would recommend. And in fact, if you don't have a problem with it, I wouldn't mess with it. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Sandra in Utah possibly has a mold situation. Tell us about what's going on and what you think's happening. I looked, um, it's a bathroom in my basement and... I looked underneath the sink, I was getting some stuff out, and I noticed down in the bottom right-hand corner there was some black starting to come up on the back side of the wall. Uh, there's a good chance that that's Stachybotrys, which is a potentially toxic mold. So what we would recommend that you do is to mix up some bleach and water solution and spray it. That will kill the mold, and then you could clean it, but you need to take respiratory protection so that you don't breathe in the spores as you're doing this. Now, the second thing that you really should do is ventilate that space. Um, And so if this is a bathroom cabinet that it's occurring in, you might want to put some vents in there. You could use like a louvered-style vent or something in in a less conspicuous uh, place, perhaps on the side. Try to get some air in there. Because the combination of everything is, is allowing this to grow. What, do you think there could be mold underneath it against the wall? Well, it's possible, but it sounds like a very small amount right now, so I wouldn't get too panicked about it. I just wouldn't let it grow anymore. Do you only need to spray it once? 
Yeah, saturate it, not too wet, you know, and let it sit for 15, 20 minutes, and then you can clean it off. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Calling in from Rhode Island and listening in on WPRO, we've got David. What's happening at your money pit? I just bought this house off my mother in November. I hope you gave her a good price. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I, you know, she was good to me, too. I got the hometown discount. All right. But the, uh, the bathtub is, I guess, fiberglass. And what happened was it cracked in the middle. So it's like kind of a two-pot thing. First of all, is there any kind of epoxy that I could just do like a temporary fix on that? But the bigger thing is I want to do, I want to take the tub right out, and I want to put in, a, like, a, a shower, no tub at all. Okay. And I was talking to somebody, and I, I got a price of, like, $5,000. It's kind of a, they do it in one day, in and out type of thing. And then I was right. talking, I work on a movie set, and I was talking to one of the carpenters, and he says I should be looking at Corian would mm-hmm. be better. Yep. It might be the same amount. But mm-hmm. is, is that... I'm just trying to get, is that like the going rate for doing something like that? Well, it's probably a going rate for doing a bathroom remodel. Um, some of these uh, bathroom retrofit companies uh, do have sort of a, a one-day approach where there's a lot of action in one day and gets the job done fairly quickly. Uh, you know, $5,000 to remodel a bathroom is probably an average price. I don't know what type of remodeling you're talking about doing here, and I can't really tell you if that's a good price or not such a good price. Um, as to your earlier question about a way to replace, uh, to repair a fiberglass tub, uh, you can repair it. It's not pretty, but what you do is you can go to an auto body uh, store, like a Pep Boys or something like that, and you can buy uh, fiberglass material in the fiberglass resin. Mm-hmm. And actually wow. repair and do the patch it. yourself. Yeah, repair right. it the same way you would repair a car body or a boat body. Um, I actually have had to do that to a shower basin once that cracked on me that I wasn't ready to replace yet. And it works great. I mean, it really is a smelly job, but it does work very, very well. So that will certainly get you through it. Uh, but right. in terms of the re- of the replacement beyond that, you know, Corian is a gorgeous material. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? Corian is one of those solid surface materials. And there's another company that does something similar called Silestone. And they actually, at the Builder Show this past January, introduced a Silestone shower pan and shower walls, which wow. come... Um, I forget in which sizes, but pretty much standard sizes or can be customized to whatever size you might need. And they're really beautiful. They're very, very durable. They're scratch resistant. They're stain resistant. And it works out really well for the prices. It's not going to be terribly inexpensive, but it's not going to be overly expensive either. And it will be a gorgeous bathroom addition. Right, and that's the thing, because I, I looked at some of the model pictures, and it seemed like a one-size-fit-all Type of, I'm not even sure what the material was in the copy. Right. But look, you know, and, and that's the thing. I don't want to do it fast. I want to do it right. And I want it, the stone you're talking about, that's really what I want. A different kind of look like that with uh, the, like the full body shower mm-hmm. coming down. And it looks very similar. You can get the Corian or the Sile Stone in a variety of colorations where it almost looks like a terrazzo where there's like speckling into it or there's even some that look like there's a mirror speckle into it, almost like a granite. It's really up to you to find something that works. I think they offer something like 40 different choices from Sile Stone and Corian has something similar to that. So there's a lot of options. Yeah, no, I I, I gotta actually find a time to get somebody in and and because I don't want to do it in a hurry. But my main thing is it's the first time I've ever owned a house, so I you know I you know it's all new to me and I didn't really know. I'm trying to get you know like that's that's like the going rate you're saying. 
right in that range, like an average thing. I'm sure I could spend a lot more and a lot yeah, less. Yeah, you certainly could. David, why don't you do this? Why don't you go to a kitchen and bath showroom and see if you can work with a certified kitchen and bath designer? Uh, these folks are uh, certified by the Kitchen and Bath Industry Association and can take a look at your bathroom and give you some ideas as to what's practical, what kinds of price range you're talking about, how long it would take to get the job done, and really get you in a position where you can have a good overview of all the materials and options that are available. Because as you say, you're not in a hurry. You just want to do it once, do it right, and not have to do it again, just be able to enjoy it. That's a great tip, because I didn't even know those people existed. <laughs> David, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Mary in Iowa, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Hi. Um, we have a toilet that when we flush it, it gurgles up in the sink, and this odd, well, bad smell comes <laughs> out. Okay. And I don't know what to do about it. Well, it's a venting problem. The problem is that you don't have enough air getting into the waste pipe. You see, as you flush the toilet, you're going to have you know a couple of gallons of water go down the waste pipe very quickly. That water has to be replaced. That volume has to be replaced by air. And so if, you, if your toilet is not vented properly, there's no way for the air to get back in there. It tries to draw the air from the room by sort of gurgling, and that's the bubbles and the gurgling and the sort of the sucking sound It's gulping that you hear. for breath. Yeah, that's right. It's it's starving for air. And so this is a problem that can be solved by a plumber through the installation of an additional vent. If it's possible to get the vent up through the roof and out, that's fine. But there are other ways to install vents to the inside of the house that have um, sort of ball valves on them. So they let air in, but they don't let smell out. But this is a simple venting issue, and that's going to solve it. So would it be just venting the toilet or venting the sink or both? Or? Um, it actually could be somewhere in the plumbing line because they're all connected. As you've noticed, you hear, you hear this bubbling in different places. It could be vented in, in, in one of a number of places, but it is a venting issue, and that's what has to be done. Mary, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if your house is perfect, except for the front door, we've got a solution. It's Thermatrue's Ugliest Door in America contest, available online right now at MyUglyDoor.com. You could win a $5,000 door makeover. Details coming up. You're in the Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Citrus Magic, the all-natural, super-strong air freshener, available in spray and solid form. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And here's a novel idea, Tom, and I know a lot of people are struggling with homes that are on the market. Maybe they've been sitting there for a while, and I really think they should look outside. Curb appeal. How many times do we have to talk about it? It sells homes, and it truly is the one chance you have to make a first impression on a potential buyer. And it can be the one factor that brings that potential buyer inside your home, maybe even makes an offer. And in this housing market, you don't want to scare anyone away with the disaster of a front door. That's right. And an upgraded front entry can actually add thousands of dollars in value to your home, but you don't have to spend nearly that much. Here to tell us more about it is Sarah Tice from Thermatrue. Hi, Sarah. Hello. 
You know, I have to tell you a story. You know, Leslie and I um, have written a book. It's coming out in August. It's called My Home, My Money Pit, Your Guide to Every Home Improvement Adventure. And when we had a copy edited, which is one of the stages, our copy editor apparently had an incident with measuring <laughs> a, a door. She had a lot of door incidents. <laughs> and she said to us, why can't you just tell people exactly how to order a door? And the truth is that it's a fairly complicated process because different manufacturers have different ways of measuring doors. What I like about what you guys have done is you've created a door designer tool on your website that makes it super easy to figure out what size door you need. Yes, I think the key to starting any kind of remodeling project is to have a vision. And that is so hard when you're faced with so many different choices. So Thermatru launched our online door designer tool for just that reason. You can take several styles of our doors and try them on before you buy. Now, when you're looking at this door designer tool, do you have the opportunity to use a background, perhaps, of a home that suits a similar architectural style? Because some doors might not match every type of architecture that a home is created in. Exactly. That's how we designed it. It's based on 10 different architectural styles, and we give a list of recommended door styles that complement, but you can also choose from any product in our product line. Now, it's been a difficult real estate year, and certainly uh, maintaining the value of your home is of primary importance to a lot of people. It's on our minds, and there are things that you can do. You guys did a survey that I thought was interesting by using um, something that was very similar to, I guess, the images that your designer puts out, in that you took identical images of homes, and on one home, you had the standard door, and on the other home, you had an upgraded Thermatru door, and you got some pretty dramatic results when you asked people what they thought that home was worth. That's right. We found that an upgraded entryway can add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of the home. And that is at least four times your, the return on investment. Yeah, it's not nearly that expensive to, to put a door in these no. days. Now, the doors that, uh, that are out there, you essentially have uh, wood and you have steel and you have, uh, I guess, aluminum doors. Um, but you guys make a fiberglass door, and um, you were the first folks to introduce me to this door technology. And i got to tell you, I was pretty impressed by it because with your AccuGrain technology, it's really uh, almost impossible to tell a difference between appearance-wise between this and wood. Yeah, the graining is fantastic. Yeah, but you get so many more benefits from it, including um, the energy efficiency and the storm resistance. Right. The beauty about fiberglass, it's not going to rot, crack, split like wood, or dent, rust, or corrode like steel. And you do. You get that beautiful aesthetic graining if you want the wood-like or the steel look with the smooth surface. And is there any maintenance as far as finish? Because, you know, with a wood door and even a steel door, you're either repainting or restaining or some sort of sanding. There's nothing that you have to do over time with the fiberglass? We just recommend reapplying a polyurethane top coat every three or four years. But that's it. And that, you know, that takes only a few minutes. Really just to keep the sheen up. Exactly. Now, you guys have a contest going on right now that we're helping you out with called The Ugliest Door in America, and it's the fourth year you've run this contest, and it's a pretty cool idea. You ask folks to send in a photo or a video of their door if they don't like the way it looks, and they could win a pretty major makeover. Yes, we're giving away two entry makeovers valued at up to $5,000, and all you have to do, like you said, is upload a few pictures, write a creative essay, or shoot a minute of your ugly door in your ugly house and tell us why you deserve to be named the winner. And it's pretty interesting on your website, myuglydoor.com, you've got some of the uh, past winners. And uh, actually, Leslie and I were a bit surprised. Those doors weren't quite as ugly as we expected, although there, there are a couple. There was one pretty ugly door. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
Some of them you have to get up close, but it, they're ugly, let me tell you. I love the one that has the crazy, it's like, it really looks like it came out of some sort of Swiss chalet theme restaurant. The door itself <laughs> was like red and blue with like buckles on it, and there was some sort of shutter accoutrement on the sides. It was really hideous, and the end product, you know, the after, is stunning. So I imagine there you're going to get that full benefit of perceived value. So it really is a truly benefit to the homeowner. It's a great improvement installing a brand new front entryway. So if you think you have the ugliest door in America, go to myuglydoor.com and tell Thermatru all about it. You might find yourself the proud new owners of a brand new $5,000 entryway makeover from Thermatru. Sarah, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Well, good luck in entering that ugliest door in America contest. I hope you guys win, all of you, if that were possible. Well, another part of your home's exterior that does need regular attention is the siding. With a little preventative maintenance, you can save a lot of money that you could be paying for on repairs. We're going to tell you more all about that coming up. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Water Heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Ream. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Scretti. Go ahead and pick up your phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Tell us what you're working on. Ask us a question on the air, and you could win a great prize. This hour, we're giving a great summertime garden fun prize away. It's the Sink It Outdoor Water Station from Ames Crew Temper. It's great for gardening or even any outdoor project cleanup. It easily installs over any existing outdoor spigot and turns it completely into a work sink. And the winner of this prize is also going to get a coil of hose to go with it. It's a prize worth 50 bucks, but it could be yours for free. So pick up the phone to be in it at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Now, here's a project that uh, you might want to tackle this time of year, siding. You know, it takes a real beating from the weather, and it needs a lot of regular TLC to keep it in good shape. And you want to do that because if your house looks good, it maintains its value. Here's what you need to do. First of all, for starters, give your siding an annual washing or a once-over with a long-handled brush and a mild detergent. You can use a pressure washer or you can do it by hand, and the result is that the siding is going to look great. It's going to protect your house for years to come. Now, you can also use that power washer, as I said, but make sure if you do, you don't use too strong of a setting because you'll find out very quickly how soft that siding can be. I've seen people blast holes in it, so you want to be gentle with that pressure washer if you do choose to use it. But when you're done, your siding's going to be looking great, and it'll keep your house looking good for at least another year. Pick up the phone and call us right now with your home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Earl out in Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the Money Pit. What's going on at your house? Okay, I have this one specific uh, ceramic tile that everyone stands on uh, when I shave or when my wife is in front of the counter. And the uh, grout in this one tile is constantly cracking around all four squares. And I've installed it maybe over the last seven, maybe last several years, maybe four times. Okay. And eventually it cracks all the time, and it's driving me up the wall. <laughs> well, the problem is that there's movement in that floor. What's the floor made out of under the tile? Um, it's, it's a concrete base. It is, is it a concrete slab? Yes, it is. But this is not on top of a wood floor? 
It's not on top of a wood floor. It's upstairs. It was built in 1988, and I know the upstairs was it was concrete. Okay, if it's upstairs, then obviously, unless your second floor is constructed of concrete, I think what you're referring to is a mud floor, but underneath that, there's some sort of a wood structure. Generally, when you get cracking around a grout line, it's because the floor is weak. And there's some flex, some bend, especially in an area where everyone's standing all the time. You're always going to have a lot of pressure in that area. The tile is obviously loosening up. That's why the grout joints are cracking. Um, one of the things that you could try is replacing the sand grout with an epoxy grout, but that would require regrouting the entire space. But if the floor is not solid enough, even if it appears to have a mud floor, um, the tile is going to move because they don't bend, right, Leslie? Mm-hmm. And the epoxy grout, the good thing about that, even though it's a big undertaking to use a grout saw and get rid of all the existing grout, is that with movement, the epoxy grout is going to sort of bend and go with all of that movement. So you're not going to get the cracking at all anymore. And also is is not susceptible to staining at all. It's a, it's a, it's a grout that's a little harder to install, but it doesn't stain whatsoever. Oh, it's good smell. Earl, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Talking to Janine in Pennsylvania. What's happening at your money pit? Hi. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of um, redoing our bathroom. And uh, it's actually just an investment house. And um, the bathtub is a really ugly robin egg blue. <laughs> okay. Hey, I like that color. <laughs> so, it's nice, but not the bathtub. <laughs> and uh, not this decade, as my husband said. <laughs> um, we would like to know of a product. Um, to cover that. Well, you you, you can um, you can recoat your bathtub. You can refinish the porcelain on it. But what I found was that most of the products that are commercially available for that, unless you're taking the tub out and having it completely reglazed, the do-it-yourself products are not that durable. They look good for patching. But in a big situation, it doesn't really stay as nicely. It doesn't look as smooth. I mean, unless you are like a master applicator of this stuff, it really needs to be done by a pro. You might be better off trying to decorate around it. You know, I mean, keeping the blue and, oh, and changing bad, the colors. Though. That bad, huh? <laughs> it's bad. Well, you know, replacing your bathroom is always a good investment. It gives you good resale value. So <laughs> that might be your next choice. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome, Janine. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974 is our telephone number, or you can log on to moneypit.com, click on Ask Tom and Leslie, and shoot us an email question. If you're one of the folks that's dealing with a dingy deck, you want to stick around because that's what we're going to talk about when we answer an email question next. is brought to you by Bear Premium Plus Ultra Exterior Paint and Primer in One with advanced NanoGuard technology to help you save time and money while preserving your home's exterior finish. For more information, visit Bear.com. That's B-E-H-R.com. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Or go to moneypit.com and send us an email question. Moneypit.com is a one-stop resource for information, product recommendations, and resources. You can even search everything we've ever written about home improvement. It's all there for free at moneypit.com. 
And while you're there, click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon and shoot us an email with your home improvement question if you're feeling a little shy to pick up the phone. And we jump into our email bag every hour. And we've got one here from Gail in Michigan who writes, We're trying to get our deck spruced up for the summer, but the wood is dirty and full of mildew. Can you tell me how to clean it? Well, there's a couple of ways. If you want to use a product, there are a variety of them on the market. Flood makes one called Dexwood, but head to any home center and you'll find a deck cleaning product available. And you want to go ahead and wet down the deck, then apply the cleanser in the method that the manufacturer is recommending, let it sit on the surface, do its job, then lightly with a pressure washer, not too aggressively because you don't want the fibers on the deck on the wood itself to stand up and become more splintery and blistery. Wash all of that product off and you should get good results if you find you have some areas where you're getting some resistance from mold or mildew a little bleach and water with a stiff bristle brush and some elbow grease should get rid of that right away all right we've got another email here from jim in valley cottage new york jim says we would like to improve the look of regular concrete steps we found a system that uses either a stamped overlay or a stenciled finish. Do you know anything about the durability of this type of work? Well, Jim, there are lots of things that you can do with concrete steps and concrete patios to change their finish. Now, Leslie, you've had quite a bit of experience with the stenciling over patios. Mm -hmm. You can actually create a painted rug. So I imagine if you can do that on a slab, you could certainly do something very similar on concrete steps. Absolutely. The trick, Jim, is to use products that are made specifically for concrete and prep the concrete very well. Clean it, get it nice and free of any dirt and debris, then make sure it's super dry before you apply anything. Hey, how would you like to create an outdoor space that's really an extension of the space inside your home? You can let your indoor accessories be the inspiration for setting that mood. And to prove it, Leslie's got these tips in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. All right. Well, with all this beautiful, warm, seasonal weather that we've been experiencing and those lovely summer nights to come, you might be thinking about dining outside al fresco. Well, when you do that, think about adding some romantic lighting to really help you set the mood outdoors. You can create a candle chandelier or buy one at your favorite hobby shop, craft store, home decorating center, and then hang it above your dining table. This is going to create the perfect outdoor setting. Or if you don't feel like being crafty or using some candlelight, you can bring other indoor decor outside with accessories that you go and buy that are made specifically for the great outdoors. You can find everything, and I mean everything from rugs to lamps, fabrics, and wall decor made especially to withstand everything that Mother Nature can dish out. So get outside and enjoy yourself. And now's a great time to get outside and tackle some of those projects. That's why next week on The Money Pit, we're going to have some money and energy saving ideas to help you get through your entire summer. Want to learn how to cut down on cooling costs? We can help. How about when the best time is to use your washer and dryer? There's actually a key time to use those appliances when they will actually cost less to operate. We'll have those answers and more next week on the program. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. 
With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.